I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. All right, everybody. It is Monday afternoon, October 19th. My name is Dan Broskell. After a three-week break, I'm sitting across from my friend Dave Geller. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Dan. I want to sing the song from the Muppets. Uh, it goes like this. Together again, we are... All right, let's move on. <laughs> it's that kind of, it's been that a kind long, of week already, Dave. Long, right, time, long time. Uh, good to see you. How, how things been for you? I mean, th- three weeks is a long time, especially in 2020. Has it it feels been, like three has months. It has not been three weeks. It's been three weeks since our last podcast. Yeah. Well, Liz Moriarty, one of our uh, most fervent uh, listeners and critics of your Harry Potter reading um, stories. Uh, now, now it's at, out there. Now has, it's out there. Has, <laughs> right. Oh, I named her. Has <laughs> said... Um, Aren't you guys due for another podcast? So we're we're on. It's been three weeks. It's on, Liz. There we go. Um, (laughs) It's been an action-packed three weeks. The last time we met, just to set the table for everybody, it was a sunset with with David Landis, Watermelon Steak, uh, The End of the Republic, episode 39. This is episode 40, Dave. 40 is a big number. Ka-chang. 40 is a milestone. 40 days and 40 nights in the Great Flood. 40 years in the desert. I'm 42. You're 42 plus a couple years, and uh, Julie Manugian, our producer, was very excited about episode 40. I'm like, Julie, save the celebration for episode 50. We're waiting for that. Yeah, yeah we, we are. At 50. That's what's going to be happening, I, I think. I about Julie Manugian um, today, probably for this reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to, love to get back in touch with her in person. Hope we get back in the studio soon with the Manug. Well, um, we can try. Uh, Is so the studio open? I think that, I mean, I there see people some are in there working, but I think that's... Not open to the public, and I think we are, in fact, the public. They have got to let us in. I should become the health consultant for the um, Lex Media site, and we'll have to go and inspect the premises. Are you going to liberate Lex Media? Premises, <laughs> and then we'll go in there, and we'll, we'll do a uh, rogue broadcast. I think that's probably not a good idea. Lights off. I think that's probably not Sound a good idea. Sound on. Um, Dave, three weeks. So uh, I just I, r- I wrote some words down about my last three weeks. All right, I'm just going to read them to you. Please share. And then I'm asking you for some words, and we're going to dig in, and then we have some things to talk about that are on a more serious note. But if I had to summarize for you three weeks of my life, I would say to you, um, we got fall, we got pumpkins, squash, Maine, carrots, uh, bar mitzvah in Connecticut, uh, what else happened? Hiking, writing, happy birthday, David Landis, and a lot of other things. So that's what's been happening on, on my <laughs> end of things. How does that sound? That's a... That's a uh, uh, Interesting list. A lot, lot of and not, lot not of comprehensive. Orange, not comprehensive vegetables in there. <laughs> a lot of orange vegetables and gourds. I've note if you eat too many of those, it can tint your skin. False. Um, no, true, true. Beta carotene. We see a lot of kids come in the office and their skin is a little bit um, orangish. Little too much t- butternut squash, too handmade too mu- and ice cube ca- trade. Carrots, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, carrots, squash, other orange vegetables. I can't name that many orange vegetables. Pumpkin, as m- much as you can. Well, Dave, you famously Yellow op- ones. opined about the squash you like, and then you couldn't actually name the squash. I did not. And I think it would end up being a butternut. Thank you. you you're, you're a butternut. Uh, I, I made a delicious butternut squash recipe, which nobody cares about. I'll just tell you, Dave. It's, it's a butternut squash, which give is... Give me time to care. ...which is baked. I'll give you about 30 seconds as I describe it. And then you fill it with uh, quinoa, garbanzo beans, cranberries, kale with, like, oregano, salt, pepper... It's really good. Is there a is there a really reason good. for what you fill it with? Or you just randomly, it's like a it's like a crock pot. 
um, or road sauce, as we used to call it in college. You just throw whatever's available into that. And um, well, into, I don't think that if you're randomly grabbing kitchen ingredients, you'd grab garbanzo, um, cranberry, and quinoa. Exactly. So I, I read the recipe and I made it, and it was. What pretty is there a name to this? Amazing squash recipe. I mean, it's probably called like stuffed butternut squash with quinoa, kale, garbanzo beans, and cranberries. But it maybe it's be shorter. Must be a better acronym for that. <laughs> we'll get back to you in episode Sal forty-one. And Sal and Peppa. Tried to make it last night, and then and my dog kind of like uh, started eating the quinoa by accident or on purpose. I'm like, oops. Leave it to your dog to eat quinoa. Yeah, yeah my dog. Very if you Drop anything vegetable on the floor, they look at it and walk away. <laughs> so it's honest. It's wonderful. Um, happy birthday, David Landis. I, I assume that you uh, saw him or, or talked to him on his birthday. I have not. I think I. Oh yeah. I no. I haven't saw him. I've texted him. I have not seen him. Texted him. I have texted him. Posted on Facebook. That's about. It. He te texted me today. Um, yeah. Not a lot of in person with him. I do want to apologize to uh, to Ruth Landis because we gave Millie credit for complimenting the podcast, and then we called her the other daughter, or I Ooh. did, because I wasn't sure if it was your daughter, Dave, that Millie was with, or, or the sister, That's and it was question. Ruth. So Ruth, sorry, you're awesome too. So. I think she's actually referred to as the other daughter. I think that's what they call her, but they don't want they didn't want to tell her. So we actually uh, I know we um we gave up the goat there for for, for Becky and Dave. So. <laughs> um what else is happening over on your side no, of the woods? No, when I hit when, oh yeah, um my side of the woods. I don't have a list. Um a lot of the same, but all interesting. You know, work, family, getting outdoors when we can. We were actually went on a hike a weekend ago. Um Jen, Madison and myself. I saw where you went. Somewhere where we said you have probably been. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you where it was, or do you remember? Um, do you know where it was? Yes. Tell me. It was Breakheart Reservation yes. in, uh, in like Lynn Wakefield around there. Great hike. Huge, huge Really area. nice. Really nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed that a lot. Did it you park on the um, at the behind the high school over there? Did you park on the other side by the? By the like the station that we yep. walk in, and it awesome. was really neat. And there was like a little exercise station there to begin with that we kind of played around on. Uh, it's like a great hike. A rope and whatnot. Then we went on this nice hike and. Madison skipped across these rocks, this little island, uh, getting wet on the Did way. Did you see like the little flume waterfall thing? You know, I'm talking about. Did not about? see the flume. That's very pretty. Yeah. No, it was great, it's, and it's really f it's interesting how much it felt like being away, uh, yeah. up in Maine, New Hampshire, and you have a lot of experience with these cool places. But it's really nice. Um, yeah, and we actually just got back from Maine this weekend, and the foliage there is rocking. So you might call it peak. I, don't know, I just call it rocking. I can enough that when we were driving up, Madison actually turned away from her cell phone, playing a video game, and said, "It's beautiful up here." So it was a pretty sparkling weekend. Nice I took weekend. I took some longer drives home from places that we were just to appreciate uh, the peak foliage that we were in. So I feel bad people don't have this like the, you know the view we have outside of the, uh, these windows right now. It's beautiful and uh, it's just a great time of well, year. Two weeks it's gonna be like muddy and gray. So nah, I would I would, I would live it up. I would live it up winter. now. Any pr winter predictions you've heard? I hope I hope it's gonna be uh, snowy. It's not going to be. I'm I sure. I assume that it's gonna be just bad because it's 2020. I want to see as many um, pictures of Joel Alper and Lori <laughs> skiing <laughs> <Slopes>. <laughs> as I can. You know that's what I'm looking Shout for. Shout out to Lori and Joel. Joel I hope they you know hope they're um, yeah gonna be shredding it somewhere in some deep pow pow um yeah man um i know i think we are maximizing outdoor time regardless so we've got some it's actually interesting with the covid19 you know yeah. we're supposed to you know be outdoors as much as possible right open those windows up get yeah, the cool air it. in let's, let's do it you know, be make outside inside um straddling the bedford lexington question dave i know that you were looking at the new uh, eatery that opened there on uh Summer or McGuire there, yeah. Revolution Hall, right? Which yeah. is now open on the behind the office park there off the rail trail. So people are there eating in quasi-open-air, uh, hangar-style, serve-your-own-alcohol stations. So 
I'm sure that you'll be able to check it out sometime soon. Hopefully, get over there. You know, it's a it seems like a nice spot. It's definitely great. I'm not sure if the alcohol is great for the for the um, corporations over there during the day, but it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Well, uh, that'll, that'll be helping out the Lexington tax base, not Bedford, but uh, enjoy everybody. So going over there. Nice. Hope to get over there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, w- windows open in schools, right? Trying to keep the ventilation going as before it gets too cold. Um, I know that you started to put your toe back and going back to school in Lexington, Dave. How's that going for Madison? Yeah, Madison, ha- after completing her uh, the first month of school, basically home remotely except for two half days of going to school, uh, she went. This is her week on. They just started uh, with the s- with the phased in. Um, hybrid model. She went to school today. So that she's in every day this week? Yep. And then home next week? Five as far days as I five know. Days yeah. As far as I know, she's in every day this week. Um, is that the same K to 12? I should know this, but I don't know the answer. I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, I would defer to my wife, Jen, on that one. Um, unfortunately, I don't know all that's going on sometimes. But yeah, she's there and, and excited, and uh, hopefully it will go well. She's got a great teacher. She has a great teacher. Her name is Miss Osgood. And just as many teachers in these areas are amazing, wonderful, and just really handling the situation great. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually going pretty well. It's going pretty well. I think I, looking, you know, looking back, I think this phased in, you know, had some value in terms of giving everybody, getting their feet underneath them, how they were going to do it. I wish they Madison was in school a little bit sooner, at least, you know, partially or more. But I think they've done a great job um, this year so far with how the kids are learning and uh, happy. How's it going over there in Bedford? Bedford. Well, uh, as you know, Dave, we've been in, in, two in, in two days out, three days for the last four, four and a half weeks, which feels like four and a half months. It's like the hokey pokey. It's, I mean, it's something, right? I, mean, we, I, I support it. Um, here we are. We've had a couple of positive cases in the community, not in the schools, maybe in the schools because of confidentiality. We don't know. Let's um, just, just say who it is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> Listen, I mean, th- there, there, there's a safe middle ground to be occupying, which we're on, right? We're, we're trying to parry off folks that are saying it's too risky. We're trying to keep folks at bay who are saying go back full time right now because it's not that easy. And we're going to let this play out with the acknowledgement that whether it's in a week at home for a week, whether it's in two days out, three days for little kids, it is not the best way to be learning. The advantages of being in school in smaller cohorts is outweighed by, I think, the challenge of being home on screens full time for those other days. So we're going to see how we can, you know, look at the data and, and maybe pivot to some more in-person time if possible. Um, if there's no vaccine and the governor stays in phase three, what does that mean for schools for the end of this year, for next year, for budgeting processes? And we're going to think of all those conversations and spending a lot more money on this model, unfortunately, because it costs more to do partially in, partially out, and all the cleaning and the transportation changes. So it's really challenging for everyone. I think everyone's holding their tension and stresses and anxieties uh, you know, as best they can. How's it but going? Look at these kindergartners, and it's hard. It's really hard. So your family, you got a family of five, right? So you're a great... Um, like a um, anal- meta-analysis of how this is going for people who are virtual and home. How's that going on that, on that one day when you guys are all home? So the kids are all home together on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. My wife and I are at work. So um, you know, over the summer, I think I said, we're all like, oh, the boys will be in charge. Well, no, Dan, because they have classes to go to. Luckily, I have some girls who are fairly independent and savvy and able to stay on task. Um, but e- even in, even in the best case scenario where, where you know you're, there's a, there's one parent home with one kid helping out the remote days, that's not as good as being in school, right? So what what's the harm that's going to be done to these kids educationally over the hori- long horizon is really 
it's really frightening to think about, uh, especially if it was on beyond, you know, the six months or the 12 months, or the 18 months that we're going to see. Um, you know, I would say my kids are doing fine. They love going to school, which is not surprising. And um, I just you know, think we all wish kids were in school more, but no one's really sure how to do that uh, responsibly. Do your kids get dressed for school? Do they actually get dressed up like, like they take go? their pajamas off? They do. And yeah. it, uh, about once a week, I'll come home and I'll like I'll bring them like a surprise lunch. Like, oh, I'm gonna drop off Chipotle for you because I'm nice because it's a short Chipotle. Time, you know? It's like it's like it's like the holidays in, in the Bronco household. Yeah, Chipotle. What the tooth fairy? What the tooth fairy bring? Chipotle. Well, there's not many options around. You'll be good. Chipotle, Kev. It's it's just so very when you, strange. When you come Dave, it's very strange that we're like we're we're all we're all busy busy Monday Tuesday. Then we're all home Wednesday where there's remote learning. And then we're all busy 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 Thursday Friday. Then the weekend hits and it's very it's very uh, disjointed. Um, and Wednesdays now have become our work days. So this past Wednesday, Dave, you like this, as you know, we had trees taken down in the backyard because we want to actually have grass grow. So we had ten yards of loam delivered, mm. Dave. And I don't know if you know. How how like how much space that takes up? It's a, a gigantic mountain of dirt. Do they dump it in your front lawn? Or they they dumped it, back? it in the back because we had a, they could get into the driveway. Nice. So we spent six hours last raking. Wednesday raking, loaming, evening, and spreading grass seed, which was all hands on deck, all hands on deck. So that so was a big, big exciting so Brasco family experience. That was ten what? Ten what of loam? Ten yards. And yeah. So I don't know if you see, you remember my backyard. You've been over recently, but. For some reason, there's a, s a sinking area in this. I'm not sure if I told you, but yeah. when we moved in, the lawn proceeded to sink lower and lower and lower. I'm like, what's going on, you know? And then someone said, oh, they might have, when they built the house, they might have thrown all the construction debris back oh, there. Yeah, or sure. Or there could be like a, uh, maybe like a, uh, some reason. Anyways, uh, one day I just decided to kind of pull up the, huh. the, the, the turf myself. I was like, I'll see what's under here. What'd you find? And they were like, uh, they were like caverns I could crawl through, just about Madison could have crawled through these holes throughout my lawn. Like what is going on? And I think there's like a stream that kind of goes underneath the lawn, and so I had a my good, friend man. who's a who's a uh, who's a landscaper, great guy, Joe Escalizi from Newing Landscape. Not to give him a shout out, but amazing guy. And I was away, and he said, "Oh, I'll, I'll take care of that for you. I'll, I'll, we'll put some fill in, and we'll reseed it." He called me laughing. He brought five dump trucks. He said five dump trucks of dirt to fill that thing up. Um, and he said, like, I just barely filled it up. He's like, his kids kept sinking down, sinking down. And this was about five years ago. And this if you isn't come, even Florida with this. If you come, if you come over my, if you come over my house again, it's sinking again. Oh my gosh! So anyway, hope you hope your loam takes. Dave, the, the, there's an archaeological term for these like layers and layers of excavations that are built on top of each other, which you know this term. You know what the term is? Lay it on me. It's called a tell, like tell oh, me. So not a yeah. hill, like a natural, yeah. but a hill that's just created by layers and layers of civilizations yeah. being destroyed and cities be being built in the same places so if you want a great long read you can read a book called um the source by james mitcher about the excavation of a tell in uh, central israel which hmm. is a great historical long 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 read because he wrote long 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 books but this is not exactly why our listeners are tuning into us today no no, no. Not middle eastern near eastern archaeology they're turning, they're turning in for this so you have five kids right <laughs> that's and, not why they're here and, <laughs> and the uh, I, I refer to the hokey pokey right when's <laughs> you when's the last time you've done the hokey pokey with your kids either uh, in your house the answer is never never you've done the hokey pokey uh, not recently wow ever uh, ever there's a, there's a, there's a space between never and ever <laughs> and sometimes and, and it's the distance between us right now bring it in on oh man uh dave how how is the community health doing how are kids doing are there, how are the seasonal viruses how are we distinguishing between seasonal allergies and regular viruses and covid how's that going for you guys good question so as you know technically anyone with symptoms of covid-19 has to be examined um and cleared to get back to school or at least cleared to get back to school which is tough to do over the phone 
Uh, seasonal allergies have not helped, but we can usually discern those um, somewhat now, especially if there's no fever associated with it. But those those are, those are definitely have had kicked in about a month or so ago, and, and hopefully with the colder weather will go away a little bit. But nicely, uh, nasal congestion or runny nose is not in itself a indicative of, of a COVID-19 um, you know, infection or required testing. But yeah, the stuff's ramping up. We're seeing a, we've, a lot, meaning we were seeing none before. We're seeing a lot of strep right now. We had our first positive flu case two weeks ago, which is crazy. So now people, kids who are coming in with uh, fever, cough, runny nose, we're testing for not only COVID, but the flu. Um, and any sore throat, it looks like you know redness, we're checking for strep, which although it could be a virus. But the interesting thing is even if someone has a diagnosis that we can lay a hat on um, as strep or an ear infection, we still are, are testing for COVID-19 because they could have both. So things are ramping up. Um, I wouldn't say it's, it's what we usually see every given year. Um, you know, we always see stuff ramp up this time of year when kids get back to school. I, we have are not seeing we're seeing a, we're doing a lot of testing for COVID. We're not seeing a lot of COVID, although every week we're having one or two positive cases now coming in, uh, and and you're aware of that being in the town. Um, so yeah, things are things are picking up, but they always pick up. One or two is better than you know thirty or forty or fifty. You know, and again, the, the, I mean, for those who that are curious about. <coughs> You know the positive tests and the, and the you know whether it's kids or, or teachers or parents the the the, sec- the secrecy the privacy says you can't you can't tell you know the community who's getting it. <coughs> so the 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 real reason why all the communities, including Lexington and Bedford, have said six feet distance for kids is because the definition of a close contact babe, as you know, is like under six feet you know mm-hmm. for fifteen minutes. So mm-hmm. um, if any of these cases had happened and it was a three foot distance, for example, in classrooms, the whole class would have had to quarantine because mm-hmm. it would have been it would have been there. So you know you can't just go arbitrarily saying, hey, we're comfortable with three feet because the second a positive case comes in, um, groups of twenty five and fifty kids are staying home. And that's not happening because of the distancing and because of the successful, you know, keeping you know, kids separated and and, and well, well you can correct me on this, but wasn't the original is it DC DSE guidelines that you could have done three feet? And that would have so changed. That would have been, that would uh, have been a game changer. Desi did in fact indicate that three feet would be acceptable, and uh, as our superintendent said, he doesn't know anybody that's going six going to three feet for yeah. that reason because if one kid not comes now, in, you know, yeah, but they were they were pushing that before. Yeah, now that sends everyone into an uproar. Like, what are you talking about? Even yeah. the CDC, which is not known for its really you know conservative approach towards. Mm. Uh, or liberal approach towards corona you know, containment, uh, had said six feet. So we're, we're going to stay with six um, and hopefully find a pathway either by moving furniture around or using more spaces to have younger kids in more if possible. If we're still having you know, green and yellow weeks here in Bedford. So we'll see how that goes, but it's very, very challenging. I think you should go for 7.5. 7.5 feet? 7.5 feet. Um, that's great. We could, we could try that. You know, one, one, uh, one taco falls worth of uh, a wingspan. Um, I was actually up in Maine this weekend talking to my good friend who is a uh, family nurse practitioner. Scott. Scott. Scott Manasovich, hockey player extraordinaire, nurse practitioner extraordinaire, parent extraordinaire, friend of mine. And what did he say? So he his league there was a referee in the league. I don't know if you I didn't read about this. He told me it was, it was he said it was on on the news like on the national news. There was a nodding your head. There was a referee who was refereeing some of these these youth hockey games who tested positive, actually. And and the worry was that he would have exposed a large number of kids, which hasn't panned out yet actually, which is nice. But the but some of the kids that we're seeing, at least in this area, um, are involved in some youth sports. So I, I was reading yesterday about youth hockey programs have been actually 
have have had more COVID than others for whatever reason. Maybe it's whether it's because of this you know one person or whatever. But um, seems to be that hockey, which was always a high risk <coughs> sport as per the Commonwealth, is actually seeing some cases now, both here in New Hampshire, Connecticut, where they're playing. Um, but the real question now is, what about winter sports for the MIAA? Is there going to be basketball? Mm. Is there going to be ice hockey? Mm. Is there going to be gymnastics? What's that going to be indoor track? Like, what are we going to do? I think and that the I guidance think is forthcoming. We'll yeah. see what happens. I, I would say if, I was, if, if you'd asked me in July, I would have said no. But given that they're doing sports now and kids are playing basketball inside for AU, I, I just see it's – I feel like it's probably going to happen, you know? There, w- there won't be any um, bounce passes, layups. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't use your hands. No, dunks. Um, I'll just have you shots. watched any of the soccer that they're playing now with these new adapted rules? It's, it's, I actually it's watched the streaming of the women's uh, Bedford High School soccer. I watched it on, Lex, on Bedford <laughs> TV MA, whatever you call that thing. Um, nice. And uh, it was actually kind of fun to watch, you know. But no, I, th- I haven't watched, I haven't seen a lot. It's, uh, it's different. And it's the most restrictive soccer rules in the entire country. So, again, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm hoping there's winter sports for my boys who want to be running. So, um, it's just very strange. Well, your boys are running, and they're going to run fast and far and crush, crush. It's crush. amazing to have, finally have kids who are playing the same sport at the same time, James and Warren, running together, which is great. So, I'm very happy to go and watch them running around. So, go boys. I know that James, Warren uh, always slows down a little bit to make sure James wins. <laughs> <laughs> Big O, not for nothing. Big O has dropped off two minutes from his from his time in the past three weeks, so he's he's on an upward trajectory, which I which I like. So way to go, buddy. Um, Dave, new segment. Yes, sir. And this podcast is called "What Do We Know." What do we know? Um, but every every now and again, we're wrong. <laughs> so we're we're gonna reflect on t- times that we were wrong. Oh gosh. Either this week is or that, recently. Is, is Mike Bornstein chiming in now? Is no, that I'm not listening. But I want to extend my uh, my humility to the, to the listening audience. I'm wrong all the time, even though my wife tells me that I always think I'm right. I'm I'm wrong frequently. So can you think of a time, Dave, that you've been wrong recently about that something in my life? On the Recent, podcast? I'm recently not like oh, when I was 14. Uh, what were you wrong about recently, David? I was wrong that. My mom, oh. whose hip was bothering her, yeah. might have gotten by with some more physical therapy until I saw her x-ray at the orthopedist's <laughs> office. So you're like, don't worry, it's fine, you don't need surgery. Ah, that hip, <laughs> the hip clicking that you're hearing is just a tight ligament, and it was not. Um, but yeah, no, that was wrong there, I'd say. Shout out to, to Roz Geller, who's had an incredible recovery, I think, from that surgery, if I'm not mistaken, Dave, right? Surgery on Thursday. Yep. Home Thursday night, Amazing. walking around, walking up and down stairs at MGH. I think you told exactly, me exactly. Right? Yeah, she's like a she's an iron woman. Uh, an big iron shout woman. out to her. So that's that's one time I might have been wrong. I'd say or was wrong. Oh, you cool. back at you. I, I could list. I could go on and on about this. I, I think mean, this, people this, might love hearing this, about this, times this, that you were wrong. This could be a whole. This could be a whole segment. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's the idea. Whoa. One at a time. How about you, DB? Uh, what have I been wrong about recently? So. One, one silly one. I was pretty sure the Patriots were going to beat the Broncos handily, as was everybody. And then, of course, they lost 18-12. to 12. I did not watch the game, though, so no worries. Um, so Patriots under 500 for the first time in week five since 2000 and whatever. So That's the best you could do. That's the best example. No, no, and the second do. thing was um, right. uh, my, my daughter was having trouble logging on to some of the remote links on Friday when nobody was home, uh, despite the fact the boys were helping her. And... 
So my wife's like telling me, oh, we got to make sure that we email the teacher. I'm like, I'm sure that no, it wasn't the only was the wasn't the only one that was having trouble. And she's like, actually, no, no, was the only one having trouble. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Ooh. So your wife told I, you that? Maybe or I was wrong about that one. Your wife or the teacher told you that? Uh, I think we 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 had garnered from the email exchange that no, was in fact the only one for whom the link wasn't working. So maybe it was an iPad configuration thing and. No, technology is an obstacle, of course. So I was, I was wrong about the login that for whatever the I'm app was. I was wrong about the Patriots. I was probably wrong about other things too, David. But you, can't, you, know. you can't, you can't, like, you can't use sports as an example. Like, like I was making, wrong. Making a wrong prediction about a game is appropriate. Right? I guess so. Okay, yeah. But as as everyone cares about, uh, I'm going to go three and zero in fantasy again this week. So I'll be uh, <laughs> five and one for the league that really so matters, you and then three and three in the other two. So weeks. I'm proud of this. Yeah. I'm not really proud of it. Actually, I was proud of it, but I'm still in the email threads of a fantasy football league that my good friends uh, Todd Katz and Brian Kroger are involved in. Cool. And all I see are these emails. I, I don't know if you, it's happened to your league of of how we have to adapt and change and uh, when when a pl- when a team or a player drop you know gets moved you know gets dropped out because of covid so and I it's like ridiculous emails from yahoo and espn and everything. i mean what do, what do you do? what are you going to do right you're going to make the roster adjustments and i don't have time in my roll life with the punches, i don't have time you know? to fit that into my life i mean listen life. i mean fantasy football it's it's pretty basic there's not that many things that you can do it's i a mean fantasy. the management of that is is doable I did fantasy baseball for a couple of years, and that is like every single day. If you do a daily lineup, you got to be making adjustments and looking at the matchups, and that's when you do fantasy a soccer. You should be doing fantasy soccer. You just yeah, love soccer so much. Fine, no. Is there fantasy soccer? There's, there's fantasy everything, man. Is there fantasy cricket? I'm sure that if you go to places where they watch cricket, there's fantasy. Is there cricket. fantasy I just don't volleyball? Really do that. I don't is know there if there's fantasy professional volleyball. <laughs> I'll stop. Keep there. going, man. You can keep going. What's your favorite kind of pie? <laughs> <laughs> Um, on the horizon, man. What's on the horizon for you? What's what's coming up in the next couple of weeks that you're looking that you're planning for, looking forward to? You know, um, another weekend off, which is nice. Uh, getting ramped up for the the winter season for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving plans. With those are kind of uh, a moving target right now. I'm looking forward to actually being around here. Unfortunately, we can't travel to Maine and see Jen's family as we usually do. So we're going to be around here. Um, so I'm open to ideas if you're around. Um, and planning for the winter, I'm actually really, really, <laughs> I'm like really. Uh, what does it mean that Dave is open for ideas? No, uh, Turkey Day podcast, Turkey yeah. in the Pod. <laughs> I'm really looking <laughs> Turkey in the Pod. I'm really looking. I'm really looking forward to skiing this year, and um, and I always am. I don't. Last year was actually a year we really dug in and we were skiing a lot, and then it got sh- cut short. I'm hoping that um, we are able to ski in a safe way. Cut short because of COVID. Yeah, what's it? yeah? We didn't shut down. It was a great year. It was well, I don't know when skiing ends, so you're talking to guys. Well, Maine is it ends uh, about a month ago. June, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was like I mean, we were skiing in, you know right into February, and then March got shut down. Everything shut down, but it was a great up in, up here. There was no snow, right? Right. But up north, two, two snow days that been up in north, late November last year. Tons of snow. It was a great season. I've never been out west. Um, that's a dream. Did you get snow in Maine uh, yesterday morning? Ah, uh, that was it. Was New Hampshire? But it was sure. frosty. Yeah. And it was, there was snow up at Sunday River. They right. have had their first snow yeah yesterday, um, I think. But yeah, I'm looking forward to skiing and, and whether that you know whether that's a day trip or renting a ski and ski out place to avoid the lodge. Just real. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking forward. I'm looking towards that. Yourself. Thanksgiving's gonna be weird. I'm not sure what's gonna happen. Like, are people coming? Out? Usually, you have a big, big crew day. You know, like 25, 30 people. So. I mean, I have my, my farm-raised uh, turkey on order from my brother-in-law, so that'll be coming in. Um, I'm going to be off the day before Thanksgiving, which is going to be different Ooh than usual. I'll be excited wee. about that. Sweet nibbits. Um, 
but between then and there, we got uh, college applications for for Big James. That's exciting. Roll dice, roll. And where's uh, he looking? He's looking around. He just got an award. He got a book award out of the blue from uh from St. Michael's. I'm like, I think they're barking up the wrong tree. But Saint thanks. Michael's. That's in Burlington, Vermont. Vermont, yeah. Um, but then for like ac- academic excellence and commitment to like deal. causes, I'm like, there you go. And then uh, I mean, there's an election happening too, Dave, which I don't want to talk about too much. But I'm um, looking forward to, to it happening. Ooh. And uh, and then seeing what happens afterwards. Hopefully outside of the courts. So that's um that's a big one. It's classic, right? You you asked me about I think time I was wrong. I talked about my mom, a little personal. You yeah. talked about the Patriots, right? You that was a few me, minutes ago. You asked you're me right. what I'm looking forward to. I was like a ski, and you're like, and you're like the election. Oh, I said Thanksgiving. You just get college applications. What's your favorite color? Mine's red. What's yours? <laughs> Chartreuse. Chartreuse. <laughs> Actually, mine's blue. So it's just um. <laughs> I was wrong again. It's fine, David. Uh, what, what about what about the cultural corner? What, what kind of content are you consuming right now? What are you reading? What are you watching? I'm reading absolutely nothing there except for um, online um, medical information about all kinds of topics, That's including really COVID-19. <laughs> I, d- I dug in a little deep today about some numbers on that and kids and infection and transmission. We won't go there, please. Um, oh, nobody cares about kids and transmission of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's wondering, but we don't talk no. about it. <laughs> and I'm watching, I'm still getting through Cobra Kai. I just watched UB Halloween. Um, okay, so I heard that was terrible. It was off. It was, it, it was, I, I laughed at times. Yep. I love that. I mean, the, the number of um, stars in that, if you can call them stars, was immense. And it's, it's, a, it's grown ups esque. Uh, it's pretty bad, but it was had its funny points. But it's really, it's just it's Adam Sandler at his you know his his generic worst, you know. But it was funny, you know. But he's got some some just funny characters in it. It's it's it, ha- it has its value, but I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I wouldn't say you got to watch it. Yeah, I probably won't be. Um, it's fine. <laughs> so I had some other show which I can't even remember what it was, but then I um. Just dabbling around a little bit. Oh, I watched, you know, still watching Community. Um, Jeremy Rowe. Yep. And, uh, Jeremy yeah. Jeremy Rowe, lots, lots of Bjorn picks, I think I'm noticing from Jeremy Rowe recently. He's, he's, a, he's definitely he's a, a cute, he's a cute kid. I mean, all kids have their, you know, their photographic value, and we'll just keep shutting out Shannon Dillon. Um, he's a cute kid. He's, you can't, there's not many pictures of him I've ever looked at that haven't drawn my attention. My son, Orrin, said the funniest thing yesterday. We were talking about kids and cute kids. And, you know, between me and you and our, and our audience, we can stipulate, you know, most kids are cute. You occasionally run into a kid that you're like, that kid's just not cute, but you, ne- mm. you never say that, right? So Orin's like, oh, I know, I know you say that happens. I'm like, what? And he goes, you just say, oh, he looks just like you. <laughs> I just <laughs> cracked up. I'm like, oh, that's really yeah, funny. That's and so if anybody ever hears me say to you about your child, like, looks just like you, not because they're ugly. Maybe you guys just look a lot alike, which happens. But I thought Orin was very funny. Uh, and subtle with that comment, and he just knew he had it right there, ready to deliver. I'm like, that's really funny. But trying to see how I can work that into a con- into an office visit. <laughs> yeah, I'll, right. I'll, get, I'll, I'll make I'll put a nickel into his um a quarter into his college fund every time <laughs> I use that for Big O. He nice. looks just like you. These pretzels are making <laughs> me thirsty. Yeah, uh, you know it's funny as as, the, as we have not been podcasting, Dave. As you know, I've been I've been, and I think I, I think I shared with you that my creative output, um, the bandwidth is limited, right? So if I'm doing a lot of podcasting, I'm not writing. But because we didn't do 
pods for a while. I actually had a little bit more stuff to say, so I wrote a couple pieces, which you saw. I thought that very was really nice. So I could get back in the nice. blog and piece of it. So I like writing. I like talking. It was nice to do yeah. a little bit of writing in the absence of Dave Geller um, and maybe strike a better balance with that. And then, uh, But I am running out of things to watch. I, I put everything on, like, maybe I'll watch it later on my list. Mm. Um, I stopped watching that show Occupied because it got boring. I'm watching another Norwegian show now called Noble, whatever. And uh, we just watched this show, a four-part show by the guy that biked from the Arctic Circle to Cape Town, South Africa, which was pretty interesting. Hmm. So we biked from the north, you know, the north, uh, you know, northern North Polish area down to like uh, Cape Town over a hundred days. It's amazing that these are these trivial things we're all re- watching, or you know, now especially because Netflix has exploded, right? Well, that was uh, on Prime, but I'm, I'm, I'm into, like, these adventure Amazon. shows. Like, we watched the one about the guy that, like, canoed 6,000 kilometers across Canada alone. So I'm into, like, that trekking thing. And, like, not that I would ever do that, but we've talked about the Appalachian Trail and these sort of long adventures. But maybe one day I'll do a long adventure. You know, we have our friend Dan Hurwitz that biked from um, the Pacific to the Atlantic, you know, last summer, which was or two summers ago, which was also pretty awesome. So I'd like to do something of note like that at some point. That's my goal. Hmm. I think I support that goal. So what should we, maybe the two of us should like row from Newfoundland to the UK or something? Yeah, we have time in, for in, that. A, in a self-propelled boat or something. I wanted. I always wanted to do that amazing race with Jen. I wanted to sign up for that and like see if we can. Yeah, I think you guys would be great at that. We would, yeah, we, we we would crush the competition unless you were the competition. Um, you and I'm I'm okay without being on reality television. <laughs> Let's be really real. Really. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Um, we can we see how long we can drag in place. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a. Um, let's do it. Go for a Guinness Book of World Record record. Uh, oh. Pick one. <laughs> uh, world's <laughs> longest podcast. <laughs> there we go. We could do. We could do one. Best of squash soup. Um, in a squash. Yeah. Well, I could have that. I could have the squash conversation forever. Really? Yeah, forever. That would be without me. Um. Dave, there, there's talk of, of us broadening this podcast or, or refining this podcast a little bit. You want to give our listeners a little, little bit of a t- time to wait on that? What, what, no, what I think that on that, you know? no, we've we talked, and I, w- you know, one is it involves. Actually, I would love to get back in the studio, yeah. but I think we we really enjoy talking to each other, yeah. and I think we have some interesting topics, and we I think we've dabbled with like you just brought up, like you know, what do we know, right? Like where is this going, and 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 how what what else can we bring? Um, out there, not that we need to hear ourselves talk, but we have a lot of um, great guests that we have had on and can have on, um, and we have a lot of ideas tied into what we do. Like we really haven't, we kind of dabbled in that a little bit each time, you know, with with your, you know, your educational background, your your working with people background, um, because your family, you know, and all the all the involved with the kids and my work and i think there's a lot of stuff that we just dabble in that we could dive in deeper in which i think you and i behind the scenes are really sorting out where we can go with that and i think that we we could have a really interesting reach um if we if we pursue some some uh tangential i guess projects is that how does that sound i think you know the 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 idea of having you know the dan and dave umbrella or, or family of podcasts will include uh, the ones we're riffing around and doing 2020s and talking about things that aren't super serious. There's definitely conversations to be had about kids and wellness and medicine and um, how's everyone dealing with life and, and, and keeping kids safe and some of that stuff with people that care about kids in the community would be exciting too. And um, and lots of other ideas. So I think we're looking to expand actually. Yeah, I think I w- I think I'm, I'm not sure it's really a change. It's more of, you know, we're going to do this and more. Yeah, right? and that's what I'm into. Yeah. 
you know, I was, I was in the office one day. And we, were, we were just hanging out in the provider's room, the nurse practitioners and the docs, and we were just talking. And I'm like, this is a really interesting conversation. This is this could be a podcast, you know, and it could be, and, and then, you know, how you and I talk about stuff around revolved uh, around town, not only with what our works and our, and our backgrounds, but, the pe- again, the people that we know, there's a lot. I really, I think we can really um, dive a little deeper and expound on, expand on various topics. Well, you know, you know we have to do next then, Dave. We need to get Joey Freeman for some different kind of music for these other podcasts. Oh, there you, know? you go. Okay. We're talking about so we need to have like a maybe a serious like I think you know I describe the intro music as like you know poppy yep. you know whimsical yep. you know as the guitar comes in and the outro is like a very like drum circle in the yeah, desert yeah, yeah. like we're getting kind of mellow looking at the fire. Yeah. So maybe back kids, I have a different kind of vision for the music. Okay. So stay tuned for like. Some tangents, maybe yeah. some cousins, the the D the D and D family more, here. There you go. Some more pods to follow under the umbrella. More exactly. pods under the, the better, umbrella. Yeah. Honestly, I could I could podcast every day and it'd be great. But our our schedules are not continuing. Conti- I know us it's out happening. Recently. You and I would sometimes take three weeks to find a day when we could be together. Uh, this Monday one, this won't happen again. But <laughs> what happens to me is 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 our late night. Um, our arrangements sometimes are going are going away because I'm just I'm just like conking out early, you know, and uh, yeah, and then I'm ready to go in the morning, and, and we both have to get to work. So uh, this is this is actually great to fit this in, but I think that we have to. We had it seemed like we had a lot less time slash more time, you know, early on during COVID, right? We had this time to fit stuff in, but right now it, things are ramped up and busy, you know, with work, with family, personal stuff. It's it's busy time. So our job is going to be to hit um, episode fifty before the end of the year. Well, that's gonna be easy. Well, I don't know. We we we, we were busting them out for a while. Right? How many so weeks are there? So we got another um, ten weeks in the year, only right? October, oh. November, December. Oh wow! So that's w- at least one. We can do it one per but week. I don't want. I, I think when we did the two, we did two or three in one week. That was a little much. I think we, that was. We got good numbers on some of that. That was the yeah. Anthony Davis, Shannon, Dylan, Suzanne, Kohler, So I think we, and we and right. we're gonna circle back with some of these people. But let's. So let's. Yeah, we can do that. And then, but then maybe we our plan should be by fifty. We have some other podcasts top. Um, you know, teed up and ready to go. It's and, on. Yeah, and you've had some great ideas and. What we can I do. I got some good names. I just got no, nah, but that's the biggest wor- thing. The biggest thing it stands out is the name. I got words. I, wa- I got words I want to use together and how it's related to what we do. And I really, I you know, it's it, it's actually a big. It's actually a, it, it, that this that's a big decision how we're gonna play that. You you want to put some of the names out there and see if people feel. But about I don't want them? but I don't want anybody to steal the names. People could be listening. <laughs> we hope people are fine. We're, we're, we're going to play around with it, but I, I, I just words and phrases that I like. Next ne- next podcast, if we don't have a guest on, it can be about it can be about un- un- unleashing the kraken or uh, it's not. We're going to call it no 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 no. <laughs> like you know, talking about what we're going to do because we're going to we're going to nail these down and uh, and make and make it go. Um, Dave, you're aware that ratings are down for sports across the board you know about this like no nobody watched the Stanley Cup finals nobody watched the NBA finals nobody's watching the MLB playoffs do you know about this I I did not know the specifics NHL but was yeah. off 60% NBA was off 40% base was off 30% because yeah. it's like are we, are, do these championships even count Tampa Bay and does it even Asterisk, count LA Lakers Asterisk. right yeah um, are you watching I didn't mean I didn't watch Patriots I don't really care right like it's fine I got other things mm. to worry about so yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. strange I am watching soccer of course and um, I could go on a whole rant Whole rant about that one, but I will you know not. What, you know what's down? The availability of aluminum cans. Have you seen that? Didn't we talk about this? No, I don't. I think you might. I you might have brought up. I didn't, a while didn't I brought it up. Yeah, didn't register. Or someone brought it up. 
but it's a real deal, not only with breweries, right? Yeah, which, you know, but be able to bring back the bottles, I guess, which will probably which will probably become a short supply. But just soda, not that I, I drink much soda, but it's a, it's it's interesting what falls next. You know, what what is well, so exact hard to change, find. right? Uh, cans. What's next? Exactly. Something, something with metal, I guess, is, is the answer. No, right? you know, yeah, it's, you know, it was first you couldn't get a pool if you wanted to. You couldn't get a trampoline <laughs> if you wanted to. You couldn't get an RV if you wanted to. Uh, I mean, well, there, there are bigger things to worry about, but the, it's interesting. Toilet paper, of course. Uh, I'm hearing that like uh, pa- like paved like stones, like stones for fire pits and walkways are also on very short supply. Everyone's doing that stuff right now. It's crazy. So, yeah. Go get myself some... Uh, is your deck finished? Did you finish with the deck? It's painted. We we need to fix the railings. Don't lean on them. But yeah, it's all it's 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 definitely usable and looks way better than Jen did a like a ninety nine percent of that work and it came out pretty good. Came and really do you still have the power washer available? Uh we do. You do care for the power nice. I just want to like yeah. see it destroy something. That'd be very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> have a power wash fight. Put on um put on take, some uh, take my freaking ear off. Some guy <laughs> some, some some chain some chain mail and uh and yeah. Um Actually, I was just talking. It's funny. I, my mind's going to various places, but I was thinking about um, a, a podcast a couple times ago with Asasano and uh, Suzanne Cola said that she was listening to it and she's like commented on the white jeans. And oh, she loved the white jeans, didn't she? Like it was a white jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's better if it was white jeans. White jeans at the driving range. <laughs> getting a hard time from people. Nice uh, job, guys. Wonder why we were picked on. Uh, I I don't, but that's that's fine. Shout out Sasano again. Great second time on the pod. Um, how about long-term plans? Dave? anything on that looking up for like maybe next summer? Anything trying to build towards thinking about? You know, um, congratulations on two years, by the way, for Bedford Pediatrics. Yeah, it's bigger and better. BPU. I mean, Bedford BP, as you as we call it, Bedford Peds is uh, is doing great. You know, you know, g- still giving them great care, growing every day, and we're um, making some additions to the office with a new staff, which is awesome. Uh, great di- flu clinic. Yeah, that was rocking. That was all, you know, the the staff, you know. I mean, everybody was involved in that, and that went off really well. Then there was a spider in the office. There was a spider, scary spider. I don't like like spiders. Can I, so (laughs) made my long-term plans. I mean, let me think. Long-term plans, bigger and better the office, continued awesome care. Actually, Madison is looking to go to summer camp this year if if it's open. Um, That's the summer plans. Um, We're looking at maybe taking a trip somewhere. Can't say where yet. you know, we'll see where. Well, what hopefully you can COVID, go somewhere. Right? COVID allows. Um, Would you fly? I know how much you like flying. I figured that out. I don't know. I figured that out. Bubble wrap, saran wrap. Um, yeah, I'd fly. I'd fly if it was safe. I, you well, know. you. I mean. You fly short, short. You wouldn't do like a transatlantic situation. No, and I know you. But <laughs> that's a great, that's a great question. So I every year, right, I get closer and closer to that trip. Yeah. And that one, I think I know you're talking about. That's yeah, <laughs> it was say Israel, and I'm really thinking about it. Um, and I think that I'm less. Yeah, I won't say it on on, on air, you know. But I'm less. Yeah, but no, I'm thinking about it, and uh, we'll figure that out. It's uh, if you can go. I mean, that's I mean, COVID nineteen aside. Let's let's put that aside. If that was gone, I think it'd be a little bit more on the table. I have to figure that out. So we were hoping to go this June for you know bat mitzvah slash uh, high school graduation combo, but. I'm we can't plan for that now, so mm. maybe 2022 instead. But on the on the on the aviation front, thrilled to report that Etihad Airways, which is the official airline of Abu Dhabi, mm. Emirates, which flies into Dubai, um, first commercial flight from uh, Abu Dhabi to Tel Aviv landed yesterday, and Etihad was uh, tweeting about it, being very proud of it, and the normalization between Israel and Bahrain was signed yesterday, and now there's talk of Sudan coming on board next, and I was just like. 
one day I'm doing the Abu Dhabi Dubai seven day vacation because I can't wait to go. I'm in. I'm into the Emir Emirati love. Let's go. So I'm still very excited about normalization and uh, and awesome. Let's do it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's uh, gonna be hot. It's hot in Dubai. It's not cold. I, I'm not. not I'm just talking about like normalization, <laughs> meaning goodbye COVID, right? Goodbye COVID, <laughs> and and that I have too. no desire to go there. Uh, uh, well, I live a little. I mean, like good, good, good. I've no, you know. Be Do you like? Are you afraid of heights, like tall buildings? Wicked, really? So you, like, mm. wicked. So that's like my thing. Like, with the, I did this post on on our office Facebook site, right? About, um, you know, a little, like little segue, like you know, I'm scared of spiders. Sure. Yeah, I am. That's that's my that's my flying. I real I realize but like, like you, you, yeah, but you wouldn't like go to the top of the hub and it was open and eat there because it was. High I, I would go up. No, I, no, I can go up. I have no problem going up there. Sure. It's going to this going to the window. Um, yeah, I have no problem yeah. being in, in a high building. Yeah, I, yeah. That doesn't freak me out. I have a problem going over high bridges. Sure, sure. I have a problem going to the Burlington Mall and and watch and going near the railing on the second floor. Honestly, it's it's weird and. I have a problem going up a ski lift now. What's an example of a bridge that you don't like? What's that? What's an example of a bridge that you don't like? Um, well, there's two bridges that come to mind. There's, have you ever been to, is it the f down to Florida? Um, it's over, there's a bridge that goes over the water down there. Florida's um, a pretty big place. There's a bridge that goes way over the water yeah. um, that's really high up. The one in Tampa? It might be that one. And I guess, and I went, o I went over one of these bridges, and Landis, you know, would correct this. But I had a problem going over it. Um, was this in the drive from med school after finals? No, 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 no. But Landis told me that there was a that actually that bridge was taken up by a boat one time. Yep. Is right. what I'm talking about. And so, so in the middle of the night, so some cars didn't know it was there anymore. Put it that way. Whoa. But so Tappan Zee, for example. Oh, that one scared me to death when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, no, there's a new bridge now. Yeah, right. yeah. So the weird thing is, we went we went down to see Todd Katz actually for one of his kids' um, bar mitzvahs and. We were driving back, and they were building the new Tappan Zee Bridge. And to me, it's the, it's the perspective. So driving over the old Tappan Zee Bridge, oh, looking so to my left, seeing the new one being built, and I actually thinking about it right now, it makes me a little dizzy, yeah. honestly. It's just seeing those huge pillars. Oh, it's ridiculous. Looking at that weirds me out, just thinking about yeah. that. So it's, 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 it's the perspective. So e uh, even thinking about one time when Jen and I were, were, like, were dating early on, we, went, we took a trip to Aruba. Which I think I might have told you about, and it was crazy, you know, going to Aruba, flying there. But years later, I said we should go back to Aruba, and she's like, "You, you know how far away that was, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." She showed me on the map, like on Google Maps, and it made me just nauseous looking at oh it, thinking about it. So yeah, it's the, it's the, it's not the flight. If we, it, it's the, it's the height, and that was a nice segue. It's not the flight. It's the height. It's the height. It's the height. That's a good line for something. That could be the podcast. That's it ain't the, the flight. It's, just, it's a phrase I want to use. It's a phrase I want to use. What are you afraid? We did this already, but what, one thing you're afraid of? What am I afraid of? Uh, uh, I don't know. It could be anything. I don't. I don't. I don't. Am I, you fear? I fearful of? No. Wow. I mean, an unusual, irrational fear of things. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one, though. All right. They, wow. Stumped, stumped. When I was a kid, I was scared to death of the Tappan Zee. The new one feels a little better. So, but you know, the new uh, the is, what? is not the Tappan Zee Bridge. Oh, yeah. So, but so the, new t the new bridge is not called the Tappan Zee Bridge. You know what it's called? What is it called? I think it's actually the Mario Cuomo Bridge. Is it really? Nobody calls it that because it's the Tappan Zee. The Cuomo. Yeah. The Tappan Zee. Yeah, bridges. Bridges. I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's weird. Yeah, so... Yeah, so yeah, uh, long-term plans. Looking for a trip. So you're not going to Abu Dhabi and Dubai. With no me. way. Yeah, because you're talking about the. I mean, I think you see those tall buildings. There's nothing for me. So you mean, know? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have tea, high tea at the Burj Khalifa. It's no gonna happen way. One day, yeah. No matter what. I'll be waiting for you at the bar. Shout out to Emirates. Shout out to Etihad. I'm loving the. I'm loving the embrace of our Semitic brethren and. Uh, 
And and then not anybody cares. I'm I'm thinking about switching from from Barcelona fanhood to Madrid fandom just because they have a nice Emirates jersey. So I'm really superficial right now. Let's go. Nice, Let's go. nice, nice, nice. That's exciting. Only for me and James, who says you can't possibly root for Real Madrid because they have Sergio Ramos, and that goes way back to some old Liverpool stuff. But that's okay. Well, Dave, Oof. great to see you. Great to see you. Next pod, there's gonna be guests. We're gonna talk about names. And we're we're gonna launch some of these cousins pretty soon. I think. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna happen. Launching the cousins like a. So catapult. well, I'm gonna do a deep dive on Joey Freeman SoundCloud. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick out some new stuff first to put in the intro and outro of of, of, of cousin podcast number one, and then we're gonna keep a running tally of both of these now and see how we're doing or all these pods and see how we're doing. But um, thanks for listening to us for the thir- through, through the first forty. This is forty. Forty down, forty to go. Right, at least. Forty, forty. Happy fortieth. Happy forty, DB. Um, big week. I want you to enjoy the foliage. I want you to have a productive week at the office. Stay away from the spiders. Right back at you. Hopefully has a great week of in-person schooling for Madison. And for your kids as well. And we're going to talk again soon, David. Great to see you. See you, What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskel and Dave Geller and produced by Julie Manugian at Lex Media in Lexington, Massachusetts. Our theme music is written by Joey Freeman. Joey's work can be found on SoundCloud and Spotify. See you next time.